Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome back, everyone. I am ready, finally ready to jump into this chit recap chat of Vincenzo episodes 15 and 16. Um, as I've been mentioning in my previous recaps uh, of Vincenzo, I am enjoying doing them at the end of the week in preparation for the weekend, um, ep- new episodes. Um, unfortunately, this weekend, we do not have any new episodes of Vincenzo. So even, you know, the real reason, you know, I'm, that I usually wait around for recapping Vincenzo is because of that. But honestly, that's not the case. <laughs> but I had a hard time preparing for this recap. I'm going to be honest with you, not because of, you know, anything else, but that these last two episodes were intense, uh, to say the least. I was not, I mean, I was expecting what, you know, what transpired, but at the same time, it took a lot for me to process these last two episodes. And they, I just really, yeah, I, yeah, let me get into the recap, okay? So, as always, I try not to be too long with these recaps, but I am squeezing in two episodes in this one, um, in this one recap. So, usually it will be pretty long. So, hang in there with me if you can. I am going to try to go through them and give as much detail as I can um, of all the major points of the episodes 15 and 16. But if I miss something, forget something, leave something out, please forgive me. Um, But yeah, so let's just go ahead and jump into where we started in episode 15. So episode 15 opens with how it ends in episode 14, where Vincenzo is at the mercy of three men sent to kill him from Italy. He is literally on his knees at the mercy of these three men with guns to his head. And um, we don't know how he's going to get out of this. We have absolutely no idea. And it's, you know... It was, it was like, what, what is he going to do? What's going to save him? How is he going to get out of this? How is he going to fight these three men off with guns? And he has nothing of the sort. And come to find out how Vincenzo is able to beat these men and and overtake them is with the help of Inzaghi. Um, Inzaghi was the pigeon that I never mentioned in my recaps because I always was like, why is this pigeon and pigeon so important to Vincenzo's story? I didn't get it didn't understand why, couldn't find the product placement anywhere. So I was just like, I don't know what these pigeons are going to do for him in the future, but I'm just not going to mention them in the recap. So Inzaghi, the pigeon that has been um, along for some quite some time now in these episodes, makes his grand, um, not grand, well, he makes an appearance that actually reveals maybe his significance all along. So basically... Inzaghi the pigeon and co as in other pigeons swarm the men as in literally attack all these three men who are murderers coming sent to kill Vincenzo pigeons totally thwart their plan and Vincenzo is able to overtake these men and take a gun and in time kill these men on top of the rooftops with the help of the pigeons. So this is how Vincenzo overcomes this with the help of pigeons. So it was weird. I was confused. I thought it was like, 
okay random but he is able to basically kill these men and escape from these you know being murdered on top of the rooftop um after he um, does that he like rushes down you know <laughs> he leaves the rooftop and he runs into Cha Young where you know because Cha Young and him were planning on having a little kind of get together on the rooftop have with some drinks and things like that and she's on her way up you know she's like okay let's go to the rooftop and he meets her on his way down and he lets her know yeah 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 no uh we can't have um our little a little outing on the rooftop tonight because there's you know pigeon poop all over the place (laughs) and I'm laughing because it's like no literally there were pigeons all over the place um a few seconds ago and so Chai Young is like wait what why can't we and he's like no yeah let's 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 go downstairs and, and have our drinks and stuff because we can't have the rooftop all the while we know it's because there's three men shot um dead laying on top of the rooftop so that's why and something else we noticed like i was thinking like how is he going to get rid of these bodies on the rooftop <laughs> and he has he calls his two men you know his little henchmen who used to be um young key's henchmen he calls them and they clean up the, sp- the place for him so you know there's that um so we we get that taken care of and um and yeah so then we get to switch scenes to not no longer the you know Vincenzo situation but go back to Jin, Jun, Junwoo who has just um, been arrested at, as he is at the gallery with um, the gallery with Myunghee and Hanso and and Hanso again is Chairman Jung. I want to call him. I'm probably going to go in and out of calling him Hanso and Chairman Jung. So just remember those are the same people. Um, and then also the lady who was the director of the gallery that was you know basically overran by um, Cha Young and and Vincenzo and Co. Um, last episode. So they're all you know, meeting together and they're trying to figure out, you know, how they're going to get through this one because Prosecutor Jung now has the, the kind of information needed to prosecute <laughs> um, Junwoo because of the kind of paper company and files and stuff like that. So he actually has a case against him now. And so they're trying to plan around like what do we do and that entailed them saying oh yeah Junwoo you need to flee the country um you know gotta get out of here they actually have a case on you and while this is happening (laughs) he um you see that Myung-hee gets a picture while they're kind of talking and they're all planning at the gallery she gets a picture sent to her and it's of the three men that are shot and murdered and it's basically confirmation that her plan has failed the her plan being that she sent those men um with the help of the guy you know in italy and it failed so she tells junwoo of this as well she's like i hate to break it to you but we lost again <laughs> vincenzo has won again <laughs> you know it was like the scooby-doo kind of scene where they're like i would have got away with it if it wasn't for that meddling <laughs> vincenzo <laughs> so vincenzo wins again and she lets junwoo know this and he is absolutely ups you know just livid and hanso is over there kind of laughing to himself because he's like yeah 
again, my my brother, his plans fail. So that's just the other thing about Hanzo. He is kind of straddling the line in both of these episodes. Um, so we get to see that for sure um, in these two episodes. Him going back and forth with Vincenzo and his brother. Um, but before Junwoo can actually go, because he's like, I got to get out of here. You know, we got to make an escape. Um, Prosecutor Jung and the police kind of arrive at the gallery and they have a warrant in hand and they're ready to take him, um, take him away. And so that's kind of where the scene cuts for that kind of thing. We're like, yep, yay. Prosecutor Jung has a case against Junwoo. He's getting arrested. Wonderful. Cut to next scene. Um, yeah, so they get, okay, so yeah, so next scene is basically, you know, everyone's gathered around and they're excited because they know that Junwoo is getting arrested and Prosecutor Jung is about to have a press conference to announce all of this. And um, yeah, and it's, 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 it's what I, I don't know why I'm struggling to remember. I'm basically, I have looking at my notes as I'm going through this. So I'm always like, wait, what did I mean to put here? So I think I might have this kind of mixed up. So that night where Jungwoo is arrested, so not the next morning. So the next, that night, um, Chaoyoung gets a text message about Jungwoo's arrest and Prosecutor Jung having a press conference to announce this, you know, the next day. And and also in that night, we get to see Chang Young at her house again. So she's obviously no longer staying with Vincenzo. Um, and she's at her house and she's looking at the gifts that Vincenzo's mother get, had gave her, which was a scarf. Um, and the, yeah, the, um, sorry, Vincenzo's mother had gave her. And then she's also looking at the letter that she was written, you know, written by his mother and she reads it and we just know she starts crying as she reads it so we don't really know what's in the letter but we can assume it may be I mean I assumed immediately that it was her basically telling the story of kind of what happened with her you know giving her son away and things like that and maybe even acknowledging that she knows that Vincenzo is her son and Chai Young is aware of this in the letter now but either way we don't know what's information in that letter and this is important because um, Vincenzo and his mother and Chai Young, all of that, it is very important for these two episodes. So the next day, now that's that night and now we go into the next day. So sorry, my notes confused me there. <laughs> so the next day, um, everyone in the, um, in the plaza, they're gathered around in the kind of law office with Vincenzo and crew excitedly watching the press conference that is about to air, you know, getting ready for the press conference that is about to air. And... Prosecutor Jung comes, steps up to the mic and he completely throws every, everyone for, for a loop because he stands up there and he announces that he is dropping all the charges against Babel and Junwoo because he was wrong. It, the investigation is closed. He, he, you know, takes the blame for being falsely accusing them of this and blah, 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 blah. So, Young, livid, throws her entire coffee coffee cup at the TV. She she's you know upset. Vincenzo you know follows her when she kind of runs out of the the, the office. The rest of the the tenants are confused. They're like, I thought he was on our side, and of course it is revealed that 
someone has gotten to Prosecutor Jung as well. Um, who would have thought? We thought he was on our side. He absolutely is not, as we knew, because the prosecution is horrible. And and so we knew this. So we see kind of a cut to scenes of the chief prosecutor, Wong, um, talking to Prosecutor Jung about like, yep, this you did everything perfectly. This is great. So we will make sure that you get suspended really quickly and then get your, you know, and come back at a higher position after this. So don't worry, you're fine. Everything worked out perfectly. And then you also have Prosecutor John aware of his his blunder because he immediately he requests bodyguards for him and his family because he's like, you know, I'm afraid that Vincenzo is going to come after me. And as he should be, because... Yeah, he totally screwed over Vincenzo and Vincenzo has some thoughts and words about that. But we get to see in a flashback really quickly after that how Prosecutor Jung goes to the dark side. And he basically, um, when he arrests Jun Woo that night at the gallery, they're in the car, you know, getting ready to go to the police station. And he immediately says, I can drop all these charges if you do something for me. He immediately makes a deal with Jun Woo in the backseat of the car as he's supposed to be taking him away to jail. And he tells him, I, you know, need a couple different things. Um, and if you can give those to me, I'll drop all of these charges. And he even lets Jun Woo know about the guillotine file and how, you know, he'll he'll take care of that. And he knows how to get that and all that kind of thing. So it's just... Ugh, it's frustrating seeing Prosecutor Jung do what he did because you thought he was on their side this entire time, but we should have known when he was secretly meeting with about, you know, the guillotine file. So, but, you know, whatever. So, Prosecutor Jung, that, you know, this, that was in the flashback. We get to see how he turned sides. But then, current time, he is going home and he sees, and he sees the guards like, knocked out or like yeah like they're knocked out or something like that and he immediately freaks out he knows something's wrong and sure enough he runs upstairs to his you know to in his home to his family and Vincenzo is sitting at the table just having a good time eating dinner laughing with um prosecutor Jung's wife and daughter and he even I think cooked food cooked dinner for them so you're just like aha Vincenzo's there which I was happy to see because I'm ready for Vincenzo to kind of stick it to him because I'm mad at Prosecutor Jung as well. <laughs> but um, Vincenzo, of course, pulls him outside and they have a conversation. He's like, just to let you know, I don't mess with people's families. I'm not going to do anything to them. But um, just so you know, I want you to get everything you want. I want you to because whatever you whatever reason you betrayed us for whatever you wanted from Babel, I hope you get it because the minute you get it, I'm going to make sure I take all of it away from you. And it's like, oh, gotta love Vincenzo. I mean, this episode, these two episodes obviously was completely bad Vincenzo with good reason. And I'm going to just preference here that this these two episodes, if you're watching this, this show, this drama, then, you know, it gets pretty dark and um heavy in these two episodes so things that i may be talking about i might be saying it in a light tone but they, they weren't light as, at all and i'm probably doing that that's what i said i it probably took me longer to do the the recap today because i was like bracing myself going through my notes and kind of what 
took place these two episodes and it were dark it was really really dark and sad and upsetting so brace yourself for more <laughs> as we go along um so yes Vincent lets Prosecutor Jung know that, and we cut to next scene of Jun Woo and Hanso. Hanso, they're talking about um, kind of next steps for Babel now that they've overcome the whole, you know, char- all the charges that they were trying to fight no longer are charges they have to fight. They can completely are completely dropped, so now they can just move along with their continued plans to um, raise their stock prices and just get themselves back in and functioning kind of mode where they're making money and that plan includes them you know Junwoo telling Hanso he needs to arrange a meeting with the um, CEO of the um, the newspaper he's like I need you to set up you know this is one of the people that they have in their back pocket who helps Babel cover up anything they need write stories that are are favorable for Babel so he kind of tells Hanso I need you to meet up um, with him because we need some we need an article written about electric car or something like that um so that we can get our stock prices up and you know let's let's do it and you know Hanso is even a little kind of like should we do this which again I'm finding you know interesting about Hanso's character is that he's trying to kind of backtrack on being the bad guy a little bit in these two episodes and so he's like trying to go against his brother a little bit but obviously he can't so he agrees to setting up that meeting with the CEO of the newspaper then we go back to the plaza and um you know they the tenants and everyone they're discussing kind of like how they're all very involved now and they've never felt like they've paid this much attention to what's going on and usually they worry you know they're only worried about their individual lives but now they feel like they're a part of something bigger so I thought that was interesting that they kind of gave the tenants this kind of moment of reflection I like that um because again it was like you see the tenants doing all this stuff to help Vincenzo and Cha Young and you're kind of like are they just doing this for fun for kicks you know you know laughs and giggles or are they actually aware of like what they're really involved in and I like that we kind of got to see that they do know what they're being involved in kind of the bigger goals and plans um and how they're 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 helping out in a a big way and I like that they kind of make sure they're like they're signing up for it essentially is what we see in this episode like they're like hey we're in it for the long haul let's do this um, and then something else they um, mentioned is that two of the uh, tenants um, are trying to have a baby, and we find out later on that they are they get they have a they're they're oh it's just so cute. So basically, one of the tenants is pregnant, and we find that out in these two episodes. So that was great. Uh, but yes, Cha Young and then Vincenzo are walking around in a store. We when we see them again, they're walking around in a store and they're looking at purses. And come to find out, Cha Young is there to help um, pick out something for Vincenzo's mother. And she's like, "Can you help me? You know, pick something out for her." And he, of course, looks. You know, she's like, "You have better taste, so I'm sure you can find something." And Vincenzo takes his time. He actually is fine looking for something for his mother so uh, i was like oh yay so yay for cha young um points for cha young this these two episodes absolutely liked how she was facilitating um the relationship between vincenzo and his mother loved it loved her for that um that really made me happy seeing her do that and you know me and cha young have a love-hate relationship so this was definitely part of me loving um cha young um but yes after they pick out the 
the purse um they are kind of like out having coffee and and they're like sitting together and she lets him know that she's aware that it's his mother that um all this whole time she's like I know that's your mother and I want you to give this purse to her and you know let's just try we want to take her out because they basically are planning on taking her out to you know get outside and go for a nice little walk and so he doesn't at all you know question how she, you know he's like how do you you know he does question like how did you know how did you find out and she doesn't say really the truth we don't really know how she finds out um but she says you know I could just tell how the way you both are and and things like that so of course I could pick up on it so it was nice to see that this episode was you know doing what I was asking for in the past couple episodes is like, I hope his mother holds on long enough so that he can form this relationship with her and have these moments with her. And he definitely starts to have those. So they basically, um, they go to give the purse to um, his mother. They go to the hospital and you know, he, she, Chai Young is like, Vincenzo took forever picking out this purse for you himself. And, you know, makes it seem like he really went out of his way to do that for her. So I thought that was sweet. And, um, she also is talking about the little event of them going out. And she's like, Oh, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna go. Vincenzo's gonna take you. And so that was so cute. How, um, Vincenzo's mother she's kind of like looking like really you know like she's like trying not to be happy about it because she doesn't want to overstep anything but at the same time you can see she's really happy that Vincenzo was going to be the one taking her out and then you can just see that Chayun and her have some kind of understanding about kind of what's taking place while Vincenzo is a little clueless I think <laughs> um but yes she also lets them know before they leave for the you know for the for that trip she lets them know um Vincenzo's mother lets them know that she wants to open up a retrial for her case, even though she doesn't have much longer. Um, she definitely says she wants to try to do it. And of course, Vincenzo and Chai Young say they will definitely do that um, for her. And so you can see Vincenzo's happy about that as well. Um, because he feels like she's not giving up and she deserves that, you know? So that was wonderful, sweet, and uh I love that they were giving us these moments. Um, but yeah. So next we will jump into um, what's going on with Jungwoo. Jungwoo ends up meeting with the CEO of the um, the newspaper. And he is asking the CEO for his little dirty dealings. He wants him to release this story about the, the very kind of un truthful <laughs> information about an electric car and how they're excited to release it even though they're not really planning on releasing it um, they're going to pull back later on and the CEO of the um, the CEO of the newspaper is letting Jumu know like that's very risky I'm not too sure about that you know and he's like well you used to do it all the time for my dad so I'm pretty sure you can figure it out for me and so there's that relationship <laughs> man crazy stuff um but then yes then we move on to the plaza and the plaza we have um <laughs> director jung meeting up and director jung is the guy who used to be a part of the thugs that would uh, terrorize the tenants and, and babble he is meeting you know he now works at the plaza um with a hot air balloon little company where he sends 
fugitives off in an air balloon, um, hot air balloon, and hope they get to a destination far, far away. <laughs> and one of his um, clients happens to also be the director. I'm sorry, Director Jung is not the guy. This is not the CEO. He is the uh, she. It, director Jung is the um, director of the gallery, and the CEO is Park. Um, of the kind of hot air balloon operation. And it's funny because she's there to visit him because she's like, hey, I need you to help me get out of here because I think I'm I'm on someone's hit list, as in Babel's hit list, because she basically botched the whole thing with the gallery. So that was just a funny little moment at, that I thought I mentioned because maybe in case you cared at all. <laughs> um, but then we also go to the um, Vincenzo and Camp, Vincenzo and Co. Camp, where they are having a meeting, discussing the situation um, about Prosecutor Jung switching sides. And she's still, you know, Chan Young's still livid about it because she's like, Babel's getting everything they want while we you know, can't, can't get, can't knock them down to save our lives because there's no good people left in the world. You know, she's basically waxing poetic about how horrible everything is while Vincenzo's like, trust me, it's fine. Everything's going to work out. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then you realize why he's saying that everything is going to be fine. And it's because Vincenzo this entire time has the guillotine file what like why when they do these little kind of like reveals episodes later of like actually the whole thing that you were worried about Vincenzo has it covered so this entire time Vincenzo had the guillotine file out you know when we thought he dropped it back he basically the flashback shows us that when he and um his partner were there and they were rushing he had took the guillotine file out of the gold bar and slipped it into his pocket before everything had kind of happened and they were rushed and they threw everything back down to the basement. So he had the guillotine file this entire time. And he's like, everything's going to be filed because fine, because now they have this file that has all the corrupt doings of all the um, officials across the, the, you know, the country. And they can use all of that now to, to get what they need. So that's something that they their 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 plan starts on. They basically have Ju Sung. I remember his name. That's the lawyer with the glasses. They have Ju Sung kind of be on the um, kind of like research and gathering all the information and data on the file. So that's something that they have, and they're ready to kind of get a new plan going with this file in hand. But while they're talking about this guillotine file, guess who shows up and visits them at the office? Yes, Chairman Jung, also known as Hanso, he shows up and you're like, what are you doing here? And they're, they're, they're like, why are you here? And basically he's coming to try, you know, to get some help from Vincenzo as he has requested in the past against his brother. He's like, I want your help and I can help you guys if you just like help me get to be the, you know, get rid of my brother so I can be the actual CEO of of Babel and I will do, I know I can do it. And so Vincenzo's like gives him like a quiz and he's like, okay, if you pass, you know, pass this quiz, then we'll help you. He of course does not pass the quiz because he's a little ditzy as we all know. Um, and so then they're like, send him away. And then in the back of, you know, after he, they send him away, he, um, 
Chaeyoung kind of questions Vincenzo, like, are you really going to help him? And he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with him yet. And so they kind of just left, leave it at that. But as you can see, Ponso is being quite bold and just visiting Vincenzo in his office, you know, like, like his brother isn't aware of, don't, don't have an eye out for on him. So that was interesting that he just was being quite bold and visiting Vincenzo very openly. Uh, but yes, he is trying his best to get Vincenzo on his side um, in this episode. Um, so yes, they go back to kind of planning of what they want to do with that guillotine file. And they kind of want to start with um, Babel and the CEO of the uh, newspaper because they're obviously like the plan the, the plan that Babel and Jungwoo are going through right now is kind of using um, the CEO and the newspaper to raise up their stocks with this kind of false story. So they were like, okay, let's start with that, you know? <laughs> and then as they are going to start into that, like I said, um, we get into a little quick scene or moment with uh, Junwoo and Myungki. They are aware that Vincenzo actually has access to the guillotine file. And she's like, man, you know, Myungki is just kind of just thinking, wow, Vincenzo, he is done it he's done it again he he is amazing honestly <laughs> she's kind of like wow can he get better than that because he has the gold and he has the file um but Jin Woo is like well you know what this just means this just means that I gotta get rid of the you know the plaza so that I can get that file and I'll get that gold once I do that so easy said and done and that's Jun Woo's kind of and Myungki's kind of goal going going into the later half of this episode um, and then we go back to, um, on the, and this, I may be skipping a little bit, um, but then there's another scene with, um, Junwoo and Myungki. So they're kind of just like talking and drinking as they are BFFs, as you can imagine. And they're just talking about like, how do we, you know, what, how do we really get Vincenzo? Like, how do we really get to Vincenzo? Like, obviously, you know, we can get the gold, we can get the file, but like, I really want to hurt him. <laughs> Essentially what they're th- discussing is how do we hurt Vincenzo? And then Myungki, she brings up um, family. She's like, maybe I should look into his family and kind of that history. And June was like, why? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> He's like, well, because people normal people love their family and you know if their family gets hurt they're hurt and he's like oh oh okay that's a thing I didn't I wouldn't know because obviously he's a a psychopath and doesn't know what love is um and doesn't know and his family doesn't know what love is so there's that um so basically they kind of plan on um getting some information on Vincenzo's family to see if they can have a lead um, into figuring out how to hurt Vincenzo that way. So can you, so you can already imagine where this goes, where this goes. Um, so yeah, um, then we kind of go back to um, the the plaza and um, Vincenzo and co, they're having a little meeting over food where um, Ju Sung is talking about what he's basically found in the guillotine file since he's been looking into the CEO and, and things like that, uh, CEO of the newspaper. And he finds out disturbing information about the CEO of um, the newspaper. What he finds out is that he actually killed his brother who was supposed to be uh, you know basically taking over the, the the company he ended up killing his brother and there is actually see um, like 
um, footage of him pushing his brother. But of course, that gets swiped under the rug and because, you know, they cut a deal with somebody. So that's something that he is able to find out in that guillotine file. Um, And then he also finds out that the CEO loves and trusts um, shamans or like, you know, basically, uh, what do you call them in like English, like a fortune teller almost, Um, someone who can look into the future and kind of like tell you, you know, your future and things like that. And they find the very specific shaman who he always goes to and who he gets advice from when it comes to anything and, you know, business related and whatnot. And so this gives, you know, Chai Young inventions of the idea of kind of like, we need to get, we need to get to this guy as far as the CEO of the newspaper. And how do we get to him? We probably have to use this kind of, um, his weakness of trusting a shaman, (laughs) you know, we might need to use that to our advantage. So sure enough, what they do is that they um, locate the shaman that the CEO uses and they (laughs) kidnap him because that's one of their schemes. They are very good at kidnapping um, in the Vincenzo's crew. So they kidnap him and they tell him, yeah, we need you to basically you know, tell the CEO that you can't do what you need to do and refer him to a new shaman. And of course, guess who the new shaman is? Vincenzo and co. And it's even cute because they have like a little meeting at the, at the plaza, all the tenants, and they like kind of are meeting to plan on who's going to play the new shaman. And they vote secretly or supposedly secretly and everyone votes for Vincenzo to be the shaman. And I thought that was so cute even though I would have wanted someone else to be the shaman but it makes sense because uh, Vincenzo playing any kind of other role than just Vincenzo is wonderful and you like to see him kind of switch it up sometimes so I was excited to see that Vincenzo got voted as well as the shaman so they basically um you know the CEO he goes to visit his normal shaman and the guy, you know, after being told by Vincenzo and Cole to pretend like he can't be his shaman anymore, he refers him to this new shaman, which we know is Vincenzo. And so the shaman, so the CEO of the newspaper decides, okay, I guess I'll go visit this new shaman since you won't help me. And he goes to visit. And the the shaman he goes to visit lives in the, the plaza, as you can imagine. And they've basically set it up. The whole kind of scheme is that the tenants are pretending like they're waiting in line for this famous shaman. And while they're waiting in line and for the shaman, the CEO just kind of walks past them. And they're like, wait, 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 there's a line buddy here, you know? And he's like, I have an appointment. And everyone's like, oh, oh, you're, you're important. You have an appointment. And he like, you know, then gets to walk in while he's like with his, you know, head held up high. This guy is, he was interesting to say the least, this character. Uh, But yeah, so he walks in and um, you see beautifully, dressed and all white is Vincenzo and co and Vincenzo has a you know like a fan looking as beautiful as ever and you have Chai Young on the other side being like some some other kind of lady and she's like writing stuff on a, like a little scroll thing and then you also have Ju Sung playing his character where he's like the one who brings them in and so they have a whole little scene and it's hilarious and Vincenzo looks 
beautiful as always. Um, and then when the CEO walks in, he of course is like skeptical. He's like, who is this pretty guy? You know, I, what am I doing here? And Vincenzo immediately starts to kind of play this role where he like pretends like he's getting possessed all of a sudden in these moments and in the moment he gets possessed he pretends that he is possessed by the dead brother of the CEO and he starts to scream at him you know and of course the CEO is freaking out um, because he is terrified and he doesn't understand how he knows of his dead brother because apparently you know no one should know about his dead brother that he murdered and so once Vincenzo kind of like cuts that scene and like goes back to being the shaman um of course the ceo now trusts vincenzo and he's ready to listen to him and he's like tell me help me help me please just help me and um then at and then vincenzo at some point calls him you know tells him that he's a dead man and that he's gonna be dead in five days time or something like that and Chai Young holds up like a countdown of like five and then they're like he's like well, you know what what do I have to do how can I help you know how do I save myself and then she writes down babble and so Vincenzo is like you need to basically get rid of whatever you're doing with babble or you're gonna die in five days. And it's like, whoa, 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 you know? The guy's like, oh, okay, say less. I will do whatever I need to do. So after that, um, Jusung, they meet back up in the office and Jusung is, starts to tell them more information about the guillotine file that he has found. And he finds out information about Junwoo when he was younger, when he was um, like, I guess in high school. And he, tells him that Junwoo is an actual um, serial killer. He, when he was in high school, killed four of his classmates. And it wasn't like in a mass setting. Like he killed four different people at four different times. Um, and he, they, it was something like he would, he actually made them jump off the roof or he would hunt them or strangle. Like he was murdering student, murdering kids. Um, and he would keep their watches as like trophies of these murders. Like he's an actual serial killer. Um, and they find this out because it's documented that he was diagnosed as a psychopath. And thus that's why his father sent him to the States. Um, and even in the, in the guillotine file, it explains how Junwoo also was abusive to his brother, which we already know. We've seen that for sure. He's been abusive to his brother and, and how he has been going to a therapist and doing drugs all this time. Um, but of course the guillotine file has this information because his father covers all of this up and it's something that's, you know, documented, but it's also something that no one ever knew because it was covered up. Um, so then the next kind of day we see that there is a story that gets published, um, in the, the news as in the CEO's newspaper. And it reveals that Babel um, made false claims about, you know, what they the story about the, the car and all that stuff. So of course now the stock for Babel just jumps down. Um, and then Jun was upset and he calls the CEO of the paper because he's like, what, what, what in the world is happening? You said you were going to help us. And he, you know, basically like, nope, I think we're going to, we're not going to do that anymore. And he hangs up on him basically. And, um, then CEO 
um, the CEO of the newspaper visits Vincenzo and Co. again as, you know, that's his new shaman. And Vincenzo tells him that um, he's still a dead man walking. He still has four days or something like that until he's dead. And the only way for him to kind of, he, there's more that he needs to do. And so, of course, he's like, tell me, tell me, what more do I need to do? Vincenzo tells him he now needs to release more information about the chairman of um, of Babel, Junwu, of course, and he lets him know that you need to tell and release a story about all the evil things that he's done because then you're completely cutting your ties, you know, with Babel and re- helping out the, the universe by revealing this information uh, or the spirits. I think he said maybe you're, you know, satisfying the spirits or something like that. And the CEO immediately is like, what? You know, and he's like, yep. You need to, you need to say it, you need to do this. So then we see next day, the news story that's, you know, on TV is that Jungwoo was basically a, a serial killer and he used to kill students. Um, and he is basically, that's why he was in the States all this time and no one knew who he was because his father covered it all up. And then he also talked about in the news story about Hanso, his brother, you know, being tortured by his, you know, by Jungwoo when they were younger, having to get therapy. And also he, you know, basically started doing drugs because of him. And Junwoo and Hanso are actually sitting there watching the um, the news at, together when this happens. And then Junwoo is looking at his brother like, how do they know this information? I'm pretty sure that this was covered up. I don't understand why this is known. And he's like, everybody who would know as far as like the prosecutors and their father, like they're dead. You're the only one that would know that, you know, Junwoo's saying that to Hanso. And Hanso was like, why would I bring this up when they were talking about me as well. I don't want that information about me out there, you know, as well. And so, you know, that, that point, Junwoo is kind of like, who, who, who got this information and how did the CEO of the newspaper get this information? Um, so, you know, then we kind of were like, we see that Junwoo is now like, okay, something, we have to figure out what's going on with the CEO of the newspaper. So they start, have someone follow him. And sure enough, they see him going and visiting Vincenzo's little, you know, his shaman place in the plaza. So that's how we know that they're getting the information from Vincenzo. And so, um, after that, we you're basically you get a you, and then after that we see a scene um, with Vincenzo getting a call from Young Woon and Young Woon again is Vincenzo's partner who's been helping him all along with the gold situation and they basically are on the phone and he tells him like can we meet up I'm down you know downstairs in the parking lot of the plaza I just I want to talk and sure enough as Vincenzo is coming down to you know meet up with Young Woon. Um, some men come out of nowhere and attack um, Young Woon. And Vincenzo, of course, you know, shows up to fight those men off with him. And they kind of successfully escape those men. But then um, Young Woon is like, what? I don't, I wonder if that's, you know, who sent those men? And they kind of guess that it was probably Prosecutor Jung, which I don't know who sent the men. I don't know if we get, we're going to get that revealed, but that was a good question. I was like, who did send the men actually? Um, So yeah, they basically go through that. 
And it goes back to Myung-hee and Jun-woo, where they're now realizing that the CEO has really been visiting the plaza. Of course, the plaza equals Vincenzo and co. So they're like, uh, yet again, Vincenzo gets us, you know? But he still is kind of like talking to Myung-hee like, but how does he know about my past? Like, what, where would he have gotten that information? And Myung-hee is like, um, maybe the intelligence, you know, the intelligence agency, that's all the other place that could have it, you know? So that's kind of their guess in the beginning. But then Myung-hee has some news for Jun-woo. She lets him know, guess what I found out? I found out about Vincenzo's family and he has a mother that he just recently um, reunited with. And that mother is actually the person who was involved in this, you know, that previous case and situation regarding um, the, the bank um, storyline. So he's like, oh, perfect. And, you know, so Myung-hee and Jun-woo at this point are excited about this information and finding out about Vincenzo's mother and where she is located. So of course, this is foreshadowing. We know exactly kind of where this is going to go. Um, and it just, I don't even want to talk about it, honestly. But yeah, you can imagine where this goes from here. Um, but either way, let's go to the next scene. Um, next scene goes into Young Woon and Vincenzo um, talking about Prosecutor Jung and how he, you know, they where they met and how they got work together about the guillotine file and da 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 he had no idea that you know prosecutor jung would have done this but he kind of was starting to have some suspicions about his real motives and all of that so they kind of just discussed that fact and then the fact that he's telling vincenzo this now vincenzo knows that prosecutor jung knows about the gold and the guillotine file and thus if he knows that, then he probably told that to Junwoo and Co. So Vincenzo realized that, oh, crap. So everybody knows where the gold is now in the guillotine file. And so there's a target on the plaza's back, to say the least. Um, so then what that while that, you know, what that's happening, uh, we can switch to a scene with Cha Young in the hospital with um, Vincenzo's mother. Um, and they are basically um you know she's basically meeting up with her just having you know tucking her in and then they leave and well i don't know if vincenzo was there or not maybe vincenzo wasn't at the hospital but either way the next scene after that is vincenzo at the um, plaza and he's like you know it's nighttime and he's like walking um and then he sees that someone's in their office and he immediately is like you know I, I i thought he was like oh my gosh the guillotine file you know like because he now knows that everyone is aware of the guillotine file so he like freaks out that someone's in the office and he starts to chase the man um that's basically running out of the office the man he chases the man outside and up the roof up to the roof and um, but then he can't find the man and while he's looking for the man on the roof he keeps walking looking around and all of a sudden he hears something drop behind him um and he turns around to see that there is a body um laying there and the body is of the ceo of the newspaper and as soon as vincenzo is looking at the body um he hears 
someone yelling at him and it's basically the police. The police running towards him, screaming at him that he's under arrest. They, you know, basically have guns held at him and the episode ends. And we obviously know that it's been a setup and they we can assume who set him up. Um, so that was episode 15. And I really need to check my time because I don't want to keep going if I don't have much time to do episode 16. So I might have to actually stop here with a recap today and split these two episodes up because I definitely don't think I'm going to have enough time to go through episode 16. So let's just stop here with episode 15. I think that's fair um, because, you know, we won't have Vincenzo episodes this weekend. So you can listen to you know, one extra episode instead of just one ex- episode of Vincenzo uh, from from me. Um, so I am going to end this podcast episode, this recap of episode 15, uh, Vincenzo right here. I'm going to say a little quick final thoughts on episode 15 and then the next episode will be me um, doing episode 16. So I do want to say this about episode 15. Um, it was... Um, to me, it was a perfect balance of what I enjoy in Vincenzo thus far. I like the action, like I was saying in a couple of, you know, recaps, you know, previously, I was saying I like, I love <laughs> the the action in Vincenzo when there's a lot of fighting, like the gun, gun fights. I like the, you know, the hand-to-hand combat scenes. I love all that. Um, I also love though some of the schemes that come into leading into these like big grand moments and fights. So I like the darker sides of Vincenzo. Um, and I think this episode had a great balance of both. There was a lot of kind of fun schemes. The tenants were involved, you know, everyone was doing their part. I liked that. But then you also had some really serious stuff going on. Um, and then the kind of huge kind of cliffhanger ending scene of Vincenzo now being set up. So I think that this is, this was a great balance of an episode. Um, I like these two episodes. I really did like these two episodes. Um, but I also had a hard time with these episodes because I could feel in my gut, my, like my stomach turning every time there were more scenes with Vincenzo's mother and then the whole thing with myung looking into his family. Like, I just kept being like, I don't want to watch this. I, I mean, seriously, that was what I was feeling. I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this, these two episodes. I can see where they're going. Um, so yeah, this was a hard episode to watch because I felt myself bracing, um, for what's to come. And, um, And I was livid at the end, having seen him being set up that way. Because I was like, again, when the episode ends like that, you're like, how is Vincenzo going to win this? How is he going to get out of this? Um, But of course, we will find out in the next episode. So let me end this episode here. And I am going to frame these episodes as I always have ending them as I always do. Um, so, um, that's all for this episode, but I do want to thank you so much for listening and whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. So, um, welcome back. If you are coming straight into this after finishing listening to my kind of episode 15 recap of Vincenzo, then as you can see, we are still going to keep it going now just with episode 16 of Vincenzo. And I really wish I could have crammed it all together in the kind of one hour that I usually am able to do with my chit recap chats of Vincenzo. However, I just didn't think I would be able to do any justice to episode 16 if I tried to squeeze it in there I didn't have much time there (laughs) so I am basically making this one large episode broken up into two mini episodes well not mini two episodes one being the first part I'm sorry two parts and one being 15 episode 15 is the first part and then episode 16 is the second part um so it's probably going to be a little confusing and it's going to look very crazy if you look at the runtime for this episode it's going to look like I'm you know talking for two hours straight which I am not I am kind of I stopped 15 and finished that up and now I'm at a later time doing the recap or chit recap chat of episode 16. So I definitely wanted to do um, justice to recapping episode 16 as it is. Um, It was a, a heavy one. It was a serious one. It was a sad one. Um, one that we were you know, just kind of anticipating based off of what happened, what was happening in episode 15. And so I'm just going to make sure that I, I just give it, it's time to kind of talk through it. Because again, like I said, it was a, it was a tough one and I may speed along at some points just to kind of not make this episode two hours with these two parts um but I at the same time I'm not gonna rush myself because again I wanted to do episode 16 um give it its due time so let's just go ahead and jump into the chit recap chat of episode 16 of Vincenzo so um where we ended as we remember from episode 15 is that Vincenzo has now is being you know swarmed by the police in front of the dead body of the CEO of the newspaper and they are yelling at him that he is under arrest because for the murder of this man however we all know that Vincenzo did not murder this man and that it is obviously a trap or setup um for Vincenzo and in that moment we're kind of like what is Vincenzo gonna do so episode 16 lets us see that in the midst of all of that um Vincenzo begins to uh, fight the cops. He literally fights them off. (laughs) Doesn't hurt them or like kill them or anything. He fights them off and escapes them. And while he escapes them, the killer is also running from the rooftop. And the, um, the killer 
who actually killed the CEO of the newspaper is, you know, running down the stairs into the plaza and he bumps into the CEO of Bye Bye Balloon, um, CEO Park. And of course, he CEO Park immediately finds that he this man does not live here and that he definitely shouldn't just kind of let him run 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 free so he basically fights this man and holds him down um and they kind of lock him up because they know something suspicious has taken place with this man um while that is happening vincenzo is again running from the police and he is able to run downstairs and he sees one of the tenants um the tenant who i'm going to call i don't know all their tenants names so i'm going to call him the, the one that's really good with scissors because he's a tailor um, and he had a kind of past. <laughs> so the the tailor um, tenant, he's in his van and Vincenzo hops into the front seat and tells him just to go, 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 drive, drive, drive. And of course he drives off not questioning Vincenzo at all because, you know, they trust Vincenzo, they know they got Vincenzo's back, which I love to see that. Um, so while he is escaping with the um, tenant tailor or tailor tenant um vincenzo is able to call get some time to call um, chai young and chai young is actually still at the apartment um at the plaza and upstairs and seeing that the you know what's taking place with the cops and the dead body and whatnot and vincenzo immediately tells her yeah i'm being framed and we need to find the man who i chased um who kind of lured me and immediately while she's on the phone saying you know talking to vincenzo about this ceo ceo park or you know the the owner of bye bye balloon he immediately comes up and says hey i actually saw the man that you chased and ended up capturing him i have him in my possessions and i will be I would gladly hand him over to you if you can do something for me. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, let's let's just get this man so we can figure out what happened or who he's connected to so that they can prove Vincenzo's innocence. And so while Vincenzo and the tailor are kind of we're in an undisclosed location. Um, Chai Young and CEO, CEO Park, as well as his kind of, um, I don't know what you would, his little henchman who works with him and his Bye Bye Balloon company, they are going through the um, the killer's phone and they find out that he obviously had an accomplice to kind of set that whole thing up. And so that's when they're like, okay, we got some, we got a lead. While that's happening, we also have Myung-Ki, who is um, with Jun-Woo, as she always seems to be. And she tells Jun-Woo that Vincenzo has actually um, ran from the police and they don't know where he is. (laughs) Of course, Jun-Woo is like, you know, not surprised. But they realize that, okay... We got it. We still haven't gotten to Vincenzo as we need to get to get to Vincenzo. So um, that's happening with the Babel crew. And then we get back to Vincenzo and the tailor and they're talking. And um, I like this little moment because at in this in this point, the tailor is kind of basically letting Vincenzo know that, yeah, I know everyone knows you're not the best guy in the world and you've done some bad things obviously in your past and maybe even in your present um which is fair to say um but you know you don't have to forget about that past you can and 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 turn over a brand new leaf or anything like that you what you can actually do is um take those skills that you do well even though they are kind of 
you know, for bad purposes, you know, just use those for good now. So don't kind of write off these skills that you have that you're great at, even though you are used to using those skills to do bad things, you can now use them to do good things. And I am glad that he had that conversation with Vincenzo because as we already know, Vincenzo has been grappling with this idea that he is not the best guy and that he's a little ashamed of not being that great of a guy um, and doing all that he's done in his past um, with the nightmares and things like that that he's had, that he has. So I was glad to see that he had this kind of sit down moment with uh, someone just to kind of reel that in like you know what you're doing now is good it's good enough um and so keep at it and then we while they're talking um at this kind of location this is at the moment where Cha Young actually arrives with the um, CEO of Bye Bye <laughs> Balloon as well as his um, henchmen and they arrive with the man that they captured and um and then immediately it was it was so bad. It was immediately when they dropped the man off in front of Vincenzo, they're you know, Chai Young and everyone's she's like, Please don't hurt him, don't kill him yet. You know, like don't hurt him too bad. Don't don't kill him, you know, we need him or whatever basically. And Vincenzo just silently takes the man to the back seat of the car and then you clip and then you <laughs> You see uh, Vincenzo walking out of the car, like wiping blood off of his hands. And, and this, this is gruesome. And this is this episode. I'm going to be honest. This episode was gruesome. Um, and like I said, I may be sounding light um, and, you know, kind of funny. I might be saying things a little like that's lighthearted throughout this episode. But it's it wasn't. A lot of it was heavy and dark and grim and gross. And... Um, so don't think I'm making light of those scenes, but it was, you know, maybe my way of kind of just like, whoo, getting myself through it <laughs> in a way. Um, but yes, he kind of gets the information he needs from the man um, after a, a, a light torture in the backseat of a car. Um, and so then they get that information and they all get in the car and they go to where the accomplices are that help this man set up this scheme, basically. Um, they get to the the to the like hideout spot of these men and they open the door and Vincenzo <laughs> and Chai Young and the other three in tow um you know you would think they're about to you know take him you know Vincenzo's about to you know do his Vincenzo stuff and he doesn't even do anything Chai Young just stands back and the three men um the you know CEO of Bye Bye Balloon his henchmen and the tailor they all basically round up the accomplices they fight them and it's like some yelling happening and you're like oh they they took care of business all right um so they take them in they capture them and they put them in their van that they use to do all of this dirty work and they send them straight to the police station at the police station they tell the policemen yep i didn't do this these three men are the reason this man is dead and if you need evidence here's the you know um the footage of them entering the place and taking capture the man here's the the car, the van that they used to to carry the man to the plaza there has his bloodstains in it you know and all the the weapon that they use everything's there um so yeah Vincenzo and Chai Young wipe their hands and they walk away um Vincenzo a free man um then the next day we see that um the police show up at the uh 
law firm, um, Wusong's law firm, and they um, arrest one of the lawyers for basically setting up this murder of the CEO um, of the newspaper. And Myung Hee and Attorney Han are standing there next to each other looking like, uh-oh, what what's going on? And the lawyer that they're, you know, the police are taking away are looking at those two like, um, are you going to let them arrest me? Like, seriously? And they're like, you know, ignoring him. And then, so you can see that they basically kind of frame these people, and, and, which is just me. That sums up Yonki for sure. Um, but, um, but yeah, so that happens. And obviously this lets Myungki know that they did not succeed in their, you know, plan of framing Vincenzo, obviously. Um, then we have Vincenzo, um, see, cut to the next scene, and we have Vincenzo going to visit the CEO in, um, at Bye Bye Balloon in the plaza, and he's coming to basically thank him for his work last night and helping him capture the man and whatnot. And then immediately, the CEO of Bye Bye Balloon, he tells him, so I need you to repay me. And the way that I want you to repay me is to be the model of my, um, my company. <laughs> this thing is super cute because Vincenzo immediately is like, absolutely not. I'll just pay you cash. I refuse. And while he's refusing, the CEO takes out his phone and starts taking pictures of him. And, and Vincenzo's like, stop it. I don't want my picture taken. I will just pay you. Give me your phone. Delete those pictures. But while he's saying that, he's also posing very beautifully for him in these pictures. So it's like such a Vincenzo thing to do. Like he says one thing, but he does another. So he, you know, repays him back by being a quick model um, for his company. And so while that's happening, a little cute kind of quiet moment, we go back to Babel. And Babel is where Myungki and Junwoo are in Attorney Han and Han So, who is also Chairman Jong. I'm going back and forth between Chairman Jong and um, Han So as his name. But he, uh, they're all together and Myungki is breaking the news to Junwoo about the situation that they did not win um, against Vincenzo yet again. And Han So, uh, that is Chairman Jong, <laughs> is literally like admiring Vincenzo's work he's like wow man we can look at Vincenzo he's incredible he never you know he always gets away with it we can never beat him you know saying this stuff aloud and while he's saying this um Junwoo throws something at him you know obviously to hurt him to hit him to shut him up and instead of him getting hit he actually ducks and he like you know he dodges it and Junwoo is a little shocked and surprised and um and Hanso is just still in his head, like, yeah, I Vincenzo's amazing. Um, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. And then once they kind of all leave the little meeting they were having there, Myung-Ki and Attorney Han are in meeting in the hallway. And he immediately, you know, and Attorney Han, who has from day one has been hor- terrified of Junwoo and wants to break from him completely he you know stops Myungki and he tells her I don't, can you please stop him like we can't this is not this is not what this law firm do, does we don't go and hire people to kill people to win cases like that's not what we do and she's like then why did you bring me here like this is what you want me to do is to do the dirty work right like I'm doing the dirty work and so they obviously are are butting heads they're not seeing eye to eye um and this is important because this kind of sets up some what happens towards the end um so they're 
back to that scene. Um, we move along to a scene at um, the the office that leads to the hospital where Vincenzo's mother is. Vincenzo and Young are talking at the office and then they are basically planning the kind of trip um, that they're going to take his mother out on. And when they get to the hospital, you know, they set her everything up for her. She's dressed up and it's super sweet. And I'm just like so happy seeing them together, you know, and it's weird seeing that, you know, Young's there and Vincenzo and his mother. So it's like they're like little coupled with his mother and you know it's, it's really it's actually really sweet and um the the, the part of the day includes um, that they're going to actually take her first to get her portrait taken um because in korea one of the things that people do when you get older is you basically take a portrait um preparing you know your family to have a image of you kind of in your later whatever stage in your life so that when you pass on, they have this image to portray, to, you know, to leave there um, during your funeral. So she's basically preparing herself for her funeral and taking this portrait. And it's a very kind of, um, you know, it's a bittersweet moment because it's sad that she has to do this at her young age. Um, but it also, you know, it's, 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 it's sweet because you get to see Vincenzo and his mother taking a picture together um so it was it was it was very sweet very sweet to see them um having this kind of family moment which is something I know like in Korea when they take these portraits it doesn't have to just be for funeral purposes obviously a lot of family portraits can just take place there and I thought it was sweet that they were just having a moment to take a family portrait that obviously they didn't get the chance to do being that you know she had to give him up when he was really young so Chai Young of course she facilitates this and again points to Chai Young I have to say I give her a huge I give her tons of points these two episodes are just being the best in regards to um Vincenzo and his mother and she basically kind of pushes them to take this picture together and it's oh my god I'm literally getting emotional talking about this and this is why I didn't want to I feel like I needed to do episode 16 this justice because I knew I was going to have moments like this where I'm going to need to take a moment and breathe uh, so I don't cry in the middle of me recapping um, but it was so sweet them sitting to take their pictures um, and uh, and um, Vincenzo's mother you can tell she's over the moon. She's absolutely ec- ecstatic to have him sitting next to her and posing for this picture. And you see the tears welling up in her eyes um, throughout this process. And she's trying to, you know, smile for the photo, but she's also getting very emotional. And the same with Vincenzo. He's also kind of, you know, getting emotional, but he holds it back and smiles for the picture. And it's so sweet. <laughs> like I said, I was hoping that they did this, that they gave Vincenzo some time with his mother. And then they definitely did. And I um, love the moment that they, this moment in particular. Um, so after that, they are out for a walk. She's obviously in it, not walking. She's in a wheelchair because she's incredibly ill. But, you know, they're all, you know, Vincenzo, Chan Young, they're out, you know, at a park. And then at some point, um, 
Chanyoung realizes like, hey, I think I need to wrap this up. My, as, as in, I need to leave these two along, alone. So she tells Vincenzo, oh, I have a phone call. I have to, this is very important. I'm going to have to leave. She tells, you know, Vincenzo's mother that and they, you know, wish her, you know, goodbye. And she leaves and it's like her, you know, understanding like, okay, I did what I was supposed to do. And she, you could tell she felt good about what she did. And then from there, you have um, Vincenzo and his mother having kind of a mother and son moment um for an actual mother and son moment so they're caught so they're walking as in you know Vincenzo's pushing her um in her wheelchair and as they are kind of taking a break just to kind of you know sit and and look out the scenery and take in the the moment um Vincenzo's mother she just says blatantly you know to him this is the happiest I've ever been in my life and oh my gosh I'm getting so emotional (laughs) and I watched this episode more than once and each time I was just as kind of wrecked watching it um that's the first time I watched it so yes I'm still emotional so she's telling him and it's so moving she's just like I am so happy that this is all I needed you know basically at the end of my life this is all I needed and he's like you know um why am I so emotional? And then, of course, they kind of have a, you know, a talk about um, her past and letting go of her son. And she says, you know, the you know her biggest regret she had, of course, and when she gave everything up and why she stopped caring about anything and why she, you know, what happened with her and being in jail and her illness. She's like, I just gave up after I gave my son away because he was her, you know, everything. And... Vincenzo's behind her while she's talking and I and the 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 way the scene is shot the where she's not looking at him and he's not looking her in the face but he's behind her while she's talking and so she gets to be free and not have to kind of face him while she's admitting all this stuff and he gets to be behind her and sharing his showing his emotions and getting emotional and getting you know and crying while she's talking so it doesn't kind of slow anything down I thought was very important and so moving so I it was just it was great to see that um but yes she is um you know talking through this with him and saying how you know how much she you know loved her son and she wishes that she you know wouldn't have been what had everything hadn't worked out the way that it had and he said you know then why didn't you look for him you know if you missed him so much if he was your everything like why didn't you and she was like I tried I did look for him actually and you know I was he was already gone it was too late and um of course that makes Vincenzo you could see him just kind of collapsing behind her this throughout this whole time because he of course had blamed her for leaving him and and giving him away not realizing what she had been through and why her motivations for doing what she had to do and that she did look for him that she still you know wanted him and he's he's literally you can see him like curling into himself behind her as she's saying this um but he then says you know and she's like I also you know um and then she's, of course, mentions that, you know, I didn't look for him even now, you know, in, the, in this time because I just didn't. I, I, so I didn't look to look for him later on in life because I then thought if he's living well, he's living good. I'm now, you know, the sick woman in jail. I would just be a burden to him. So why would I want to bring that into his life if he's doing well? So, of course, he's like, I, you know, he 
He lets her know, I doubt your son would feel like that at all. Instead, I feel like he would have been wanting to know where you were and waiting for you to kind of reach out to him in some way. And she is then getting emotional because he's confirming with her, like, as his, as her son, you know, that I wanted to know you. I was waiting for you. I missed you. And she's tearing up. Um, and again, they're not looking at each other, not facing each other. So they are able to have these kind of, this moment, this moment of being just emotional and, and, and letting it out. Um, and, um, and as she, you know, as he tells her, you know, he's basically like saying, you know, I know your son would have wanted to meet you and no matter what you were at this time. And, um, <clears throat> she says, I know, you know, I am sure my son has grown into a wonderful man, a strong man. Um, and I, you know, I wouldn't want him to meet me as I am now you know and he's again he starts crying because he's like you're you're his mother you know why would he care about that he would care for you because you know that's what a mother does and she um admits that you know the thing that she loved the most was seeing her son smile at her and the fact that she never got that chance after a certain time to see it anymore you know she just is really upset, you know, that she was never able to come back for him as she wished she would have done and that she promised him that she would do was to come back for him. And she's like, I've always thought of you. I've always loved him. And they both are crying hysterically at this point. And again, they're doing this not facing each other. So it's... And so Vincent was literally silently, like, crying behind her. Um... And she doesn't turn around to see that and he doesn't see her crying and they just kind of have that moment and it's absolutely beautiful and absolutely moving and uh, I'm, I let me move on because I'm like, I'm getting emotional. Um, so from that scene, we do go to um, Junwoo and um, Hanso. They actually are standing in front of the plaza like in a you know they're across from the plaza in another building and they're looking at the plaza and um basically Junwoo was like yeah um I got some work to do because he has the guillotine file he has the gold and Myunghee and Vin- and sorry Myunghee and Junwoo are now at the kind of realization that they know that um he Vincenzo has the guillotine file, and that's why he got the information he got regarding um, Junwoo's past. So he's like, you know, if I can't have that guillotine file, guess what? Vincenzo's not going to have it. So he's standing next to Hanso, basically letting him know that his plan is to um, get rid of that building. Um, he has to demolish uh, the plaza. So that's, that count, cuts to a scene in the plaza where there's some lady walking in and she's like, you know, talking to one of the tenants and she's like, oh, I have, I'm here to do the, the gas inspection as I always do. And she's like, the tenant's like, oh, you're not our usual person who does the inspections. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah. My, my partner she, who usually does it, she's pregnant, so she can't come. And so I'm here to do it. And so immediately, you know, that's connected to the plan of Junwoo to get 
bit of the plaza. So that's happening. Um, and then we cut back to Vincenzo and Young and his mother going back to the hospital. And we get a beautiful moment of um, Vincenzo's mother hugging Young and basically thanking her for, you know, because she, you know, whatever was in that letter, you could tell it was that it was what fueled um it's what fueled Cha Young's kind of like push for Vincenzo to kind of grow closer with his mother. And then after she hugs Cha Young, she turns in, she goes in for a hug with Vincenzo and it's beautiful and moving and they don't say anything. They just give a nice quick hug and you see Vincenzo just warm up immensely to his mother at this, in this moment. And I am just, happy you know I'm happy they're happy everything is great um until of course we know it's not going to be um and then we see them leaving the room and um Vincenzo has apparently hired a man to guard her in the room and which is just like Vincenzo he's quite aware that you know he wants to keep an eye someone to keep an eye on her because she's going back through that retrial um giving her case and which was involving Babel and all kinds of stuff so he doesn't want to kind of mess up anything else or he doesn't want her to be in danger or at risk of anything else so he has already hired a guard to protect her um and then we can go back to the plaza when they're when we get back to the plaza the tenants are actually celebrating because someone is having a baby and it's so sweet and I'm like yes so you know the couple that were planning on having a baby they end up announcing that they are um, actually pregnant now and it's super sweet and then Vincenzo and everyone are like oh we're gonna have a party tonight to celebrate this so then we cut to the party um and it's them having a good time just enjoying enjoying each other's company all the tenants Vincenzo of course is there Young, everyone's there and then while they're kind of talking having a good time um they they are basically um like hear fire trucks outside they're like wait what's going on and you know like they're like I don't understand so they all get up to go see what's happening and sure enough the fire department's there because the woman who came went to inspect we see a scene of her outside actually pressing a butt a butting and then like the gas thing kind of triggering and gas starts to you know flood into the entire building so everyone's then running and the firemen are like get out get out kind of thing and Vincenzo starts to connect the dots and obviously and he goes looking for the you know where's the where the point is like what's happening you know where the gas leak is and he finds this little watch and he immediately connects the dots like this watch is bad news so he grabs it and he starts to run and run 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 and he throws it out of a window um at the last second and it basically starts a little fire when you see it on the ground it hits the ground outside and so you realize that that thing was going to um catch fire and then trigger uh, basically an explosion with the leaking gas and this we know must be Jun Wu's plan to take down the entire building um 
Vincenzo, of course, has noted this. And they all connect. Then the tenants are like, that lady came and she wasn't our gas inspection lady. So they basically all know that it was Babel that has done this to the plaza. So the question, though, then is like, why did the fire um, firemen show up? Someone must have reported it. And they all look looking at each other like, did you report it? And they're like, nope, no one here reported it. So they don't know who reported the leak. But we find we know we find out that who actually reported the leak was Hanso, Chairman Zhang. He actually reported it and he shows up the next day to babble in a little disguise to tell them that he's done this and show like my allegiance to you, Vincenzo. Basically, I saved you guys because he was the one who was supposed to set it up. Junwoo had told him to set it up and he did. However, at the last second, he um, saved them by calling the firefighters. And um, Junwoo realizes this when he kind of realized, you know, he he hits him with something because he's like, you know, it doesn't make sense that the firefighters would show up, you know. So that was nice to see that he's actually trying to help them in some way, even though he also was a person who set it up. So there's that. and then during that moment, we also see that they decide they want to, um, what do they do? Yeah. And then the, the tenants, not the tenants, I'm sorry, I said the tenants, but the, um, what happens after that? Um, give me a second to look at my notes here. <laughs> oh, so then they are, uh, basically, um, Junwoo and Myungki meet. And she meets him because she brings photos of Vincenzo's mother in the hospital. And immediately Junwoo is happy again because now they have the the thing that they feel will, uh, you know, ultimately hurt Vincenzo the most. Um, and boy, what am I upset just thinking about it? Um, so yes, they have that. And while you know. Vincenzo is meeting with Hanso discussing kind of like what he helped them with and they basically say they'll take him on and kind of help him but like we don't know kind of you know specifically in what way that they, they're going to help him and then next thing we see is that Myungki is at a, a prison and someone's leaving the prison and it's someone that helped Myungki in the past he's you know being released from prison and she collects him outside of the prison doors and she tells him to get in side and sure enough um we can assume he's a part of the you know a plan of Myungki's to do some evil as she always plans um and then we also have um Junwoo who appears um in the next scene at the hospital where Vincenzo's mother is and I am I was absolutely disgusted I oh my gosh when I tell you I was angry that he was even looking at her or talking to her I was so livid and sure enough he's sitting there talking with her while she's talking about Vincenzo and how you know that's her son and she has a picture of them together and June was like you know haha yep yep okay and then um you know then he leaves her and then we also see that Vincenzo, we cut back to the office and we see Vincenzo actually, um, and you know, he's looking at the pictures that he took with his mom and automatically it kind of spurs him to go see her. He like just feels like he needs to go see her. And so he gets up and he goes to go get um, a little treat for her because she likes them, um, the little, I don't know how to, the little fish, uh, red bean uh, filled fish. <laughs> and so he's getting that little snack for them. And on his way there, 
you know, he's just, you can tell he's happy. But then next thing you know, um, uh, then the next thing you know that, um, at the hospital, we see some man in a mask, um, just dressed up as a, you know, someone who works for the hospital walking into, um, the hospital room of Vincenzo's mother. And it is the man that Myungki picked up from the police. Um, I'm sorry, from the, um, from the prison. And he, she, he wakes her up. Um, cause she's like, you know, what are you doing here? And he immediately, and this is so violent and, and disgustingly, he strangles her to death right then and there. And you see that he also had killed the guard right outside her door. And so this is so hard for me to talk about because it broke my heart. Um, because while he is leaving after murdering her, he passes by Vincenzo coming to see her. And Vincenzo's coming to see her and he's happy and he sees as he turns the corner to her room, the hall is swarming with, with people outside her door and he knows immediately and he walks in and he falls to his knees by her, you know, covered, um, lifeless body. And I, whoo, seeing, um, Vincenzo heartbroken, um, man, that's, that was something. I'm going to tell you that that was something. So, of course, after, you know, Vincenzo sees his mother murdered, he um, holds her hand, he sees the picture of them together on the floor um, by her bed, and, you know, I'm... Ugh, I'm sorry. It, It was really, really tough to watch, and the acting by, um... Song Joon Ki was superb. I what I tell, and I don't. Let me just take a moment here because I don't think I've done this um, at all. This this recapping of Vincenzo, I, I I apologize that I haven't done said this more, but Song Joon Ki is amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I've said that enough. He is amazing, and when I say his acting is superb throughout the entire drama. It's superb throughout the entire drama. And this episode in particular was just a highlight of Song Joo Ki's acting. Um, going from being this kind of heartbroken young boy, you know, little boy who misses his mother in the park with her, you know, having that breakdown and crying, you know, silently behind her to coming to this where he walks into her hospital room in complete shock to see what he sees and falling down to his knees, that whole, the, the range. Um, and then coming to how this this drama, this episode ends. Um, boy, Song Joo Ki was spectacular in this episode. Um, of course, throughout the whole drama, but definitely in this episode, you saw the range. Um, I know on like online on Twitter, like the kind of trending meme right now is kind of this thing of like um, going around saying that people know and always understood the assi- the assignment, and they know they've been using this for kind of actors generally. And Song Joo Ki, he 
always understands the assignment. Let's just say that. So, um, yeah. So after, of course, this happens, Vincenzo and Chai Young are trying to figure out, um, you know, Vincenzo is trying to figure out who is the person that murdered his mother. He is in the security room of the hospital and Chai Young comes in after hearing the news, of course, and they're looking at the video footage to see who walked in and Vincenzo he immediately sees the person and he's like, recognizes that that's somebody that he walked past as he was coming into the hospital. So, you know, he immediately knows who it is. And he is, before he storms out of the, the security room, he tells Chai Young, you know, please stay with my mother while, you know, he take care of what he needs to take care of. And of course, she does not you know, second, you know, doesn't say anything to him, but absolutely she will stay with his mother, um, mother's body. And so he immediately storms out and he knows, you know, we know what Vincenzo is going to do. So while that's happening, you have Junwoo and Myungki celebrating. Yes, that you heard me right. They're celebrating um, because it is, to, you know, for them, their plan of what they want to do is a success. Um, however, Vincenzo's on a mission right now. He wants to know who killed his mother. So he reaches out to, um, the detective on who has been helping them from, with his kind of intelligence agency connection. He immediately finds out who the killer is and where the killer lives. Vincenzo takes his gun and he... And he sets on his way. And this is the other thing that I didn't notice, didn't note, but I want to note this because it is a, it's something that a lot of K-dramas uses um, with their male characters um, to kind of denote like a change in behavior. And one of them is the, their hair. And, and people who watch K-dramas definitely have recognized this, but they use hair as kind of like a storytelling tool with sometimes male characters in that when the hair is styled um, up and away from their face, not covering their forehead, they're usually kind of about their business. They're up upright fellas uh, or they are about their, you know, about, you know, about their business. And so, you know, Vincenzo throughout the drama in the beginning, of course, has always had his hair slicked back. He's never had his hair kind of on his forehead. Um, and that's because that's Vincenzo's, you know, aura. That's his MO. But these last two episodes, he has been wearing his hair down um, in his face. Um, he's been spending time with his mother. You know, he's getting doing more things with the tenants, you know, so his kind of personality change is coming through and they're, they were showcasing that with the hair change. Um, but in this moment, in this scene, Vincenzo picking up his gun has, um, changed his hairstyle. It's back to the kind of traditional Vincenzo hairstyle, which is kind of the slick back look. Um, very, you know, his mafia look, let's just say that. And he goes, you know, like he sets on his way. He gets to the house of the, the man that murdered his mother. The man opens the door and he's like, what are you doing here? Vincenzo immediately um, beats the man, um, punches him uncontrollably. The man, of course, is um, you know, he literally beats him until he passes out. Um, the man wakes up. Vincenzo's still there. This whole scene is very mafia-esque. And, um, and I don't want to say that this is a wonderful scene, but it's 
it's a very a very good scene if you're a fan of kind of the mafia story and that it is very mafia in this moment where this man is laying bloodied on the floor in front of Vincenzo's feet as Vincenzo sits there and he has blood splatters all over his body you know over his face and he's you know talking to this man as in and he lets him know you know did you know the woman that you killed? And he's like, no, I just did it. And Vincenzo lets him know, well, that woman was my mother. So, you know, you can imagine what's about to happen to you is basically what he's telling this man. And he takes the lighter that he always walks around with when you know he's about to kind of do some of his Vincenzo mafia dirty work. And he, you know, takes that lighter and he starts to I don't, I mean, I want to say he's breaking the man's fingers one by one, but I'm not sure if it's really breaking them or just like peeling at them. I don't know what he's doing with the man's fingers, but it's vicious, whatever it is. And the man's screaming and hollering and um, Vincenzo's showing no emotion on his face as he does this. Um, While this is happening, while Vincenzo Vincenzo is torturing this man, um, you get to the kind of babble camp with Hanso, Attorney Han, um, Junwoo, as well as Myungki. They're kind of all in this, you know, nice mansion, which I'm assuming is where, you know, um, Junwoo stays. And they're all kind of having this meeting. And in this meeting, you see that, um, you know, Hanso or Chairman Jong and Attorney Han are talking to Myungki and Junwoo about Vincenzo and the fact that they are celebrating that they killed Vincenzo's mother. They're like, you know, this is not going to be good for you or us that you've now murdered Vincenzo's mother. Can you only imagine what Vincenzo's going to do? And Myungki is like, they're shrugging, you know? Um, Junwoo is like, whatever. And then Myungki kind of snaps at um, Attorney Han and she's like, why are you even talking? Why are you? Why are you saying all of this? Why are you kind of basically going against us? We already know that you're not on our side. And he freaks out, of course, at Honey Han because she's saying this in front of Junwoo, and she's he's like, I don't know what she's talking about. No, I, me, no. And she's like, you and Chairman Jong have been meeting together. I know that you guys are basically, you know, not on our side. You're going against us. We know that. We've been been watching you two and they're basically start arguing and fighting because Myungki's yelling at attorney Han that she they know that he's not helping them and then attorney Han's trying to prove to Junwoo that she's lying and that it's absolutely not true but while all of that is happening this this group is fighting um outside of this mansion you see multiple guards everywhere and then all of a sudden you see Vincenzo and the the man that murdered his mother still alive and he's badly tortured and he's um basically running um and leading Vincenzo to the house he's basically leading him to um where Junwoo and Myungki are right now and as he's leading him through this um you know he's bloodied he's limping and he's like you know not saying anything, but like kind of like, woo, you know, moaning and groaning. And Vincenzo's just walking behind him. And as they're walking through, there's multiple guards, of course, you know, that are trying to protect the house. And as they're walking, um, Vincenzo is um, taking out every single one of those guards along the way. I mean, literally taking every single one of them out. And it's 
distressing to watch um, because you want Vincenzo to have vindication through all of this. But at the same time, it's really kind of disturbing to watch this bloodied man limping in front of Vincenzo as Vincenzo is walking through and <clears throat> and, you know, take and, and literally I don't, I don't I want to say I'm saying taking out these men he's not killing them I think but he's snapping arms and breaking legs and it's brutal um and it's just you know it's a lot of it's violent and but at the same time as I was watching it all I wanted was for Vincenzo to to get through it I wanted him to to get to to do what he needed to do to vindicate his mother and her on her wrongful death. So as he's going through that process um, with this man, this this person that has murdered his mother, they're still fighting in the you know up you know they're still fighting in the house, um, the Babel group. They're fighting, and then all of a sudden, and it's I mean when I tell you I watched this scene over a couple times because the way the 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 way everything went, went worked together for this scene to take place was just jaw dropping. When I say I I my mouth was wide open by the end of this episode, it was wide open by the end of this episode. I oh my goodness, this scene. So they're in the house full of glass, you know, um arguing and going back and forth and fighting and we know Vincenzo's on his way. And then all of a sudden while they're fighting, um in slow motion young he, she turns her head towards the blinds covering, you know, one of these large doors or windows or whatever, um, glass doors. And she turns towards these, this, these blinds or like, it's like a fringed blind. As she turns towards it in slow motion, all of a sudden you see someone coming through the blinds and it's the bloodied, um, murderer and he's limping and yelling, you know, kind of, you know, again moaning groaning towards them and Yonki she screams when she sees him burst through she's screaming and and like terrified and then everyone else is in shock you have you know Hanso and um, attorney Han in shock as this man is like bloody and yelling at them and he's asking for help basically and while that's happening you see the bullet go through his head um, and you see him basically you know, shot point blank in the head and Vincenzo standing behind him with the gun. Oh my goodness. And the blood splatters onto Myungki as she's in utter shock. And you see Vincenzo with that gun just standing there and he's holding it, pointing at Myungki, of course, and behind her is um, Junwoo. And then on the couch, you know, in shock as well, is you know attorney han and chairman jong and they're just chairman jang and they're just in utter shock looking at vincenzo but his face during that moment i who more than anything i and this sounds brutal and horrible i wanted him to pull the trigger at Monkey at that point i just wanted him to finish it to end it all um i just wanted him to end it all and i don't know how they're going to go from this scene where it's you know it ends with him with the gun pointing at Myungki um 
and him in front of them. He's just, it, you know, this is the last, it feels like this is the last hurrah. And yet we still know we have um, four more episodes. So I'm wondering just kind of where it's going to go from here um, with this type of ending of episode 16. And I understand now completely why they took a break after this. Um, I needed a break after this. As much as this is an intense cliffhanger, I still really needed the break because I, I mean, it took a lot to get through this episode. Um, and I'm saying all of this because it was it was a difficult episode but at the same time I do want to say that this episode was superb I mean from beginning to end it was done so well and I don't know how much more I can say that um but it really was done well and Song Joo Ki as Vincenzo in this episode was probably some of his best um, work. <laughs> and I'm and that might be exaggerated for him because he's done a lot of great work in his, you know, career. So that might not be true to everyone. But he, I don't remember, I mean, seeing him in this, I had chills run down my spine at the end of this. Like I said, my mouth was wide open. It was, a, I had like a visceral reaction to this episode and this final kind of um, scenes. I was in shock. Um, not because I didn't expect this to take place, but because it was just so well done um, and so emotional. Like it did what it was supposed to do for the audience, I believe. It made me kind of at the, I had me, it had me at the edge of my seat. It had me you know, clenching my fist. I was just like, chills went down my spine. I could not believe what was taking place while I was watching it. Um, so well done. Amazing episode. These were, this is by far my favorite episode of the drama. Um, I obviously, it was just so emotional with the mother and Vincenzo scenes. Those things were beautiful. I had been wanting those scenes. So that's probably another reason why I really enjoyed this episode because I was wanting those moments. And it was so sad because he didn't get a chance to tell his mother that he was his, her son and that he, you know, wanted, and, and Cha Young said like, you know, go to see your mother and call her mother. And he didn't get a chance to do that. And it just makes me so upset now that I'm thinking about it again. Oh my gosh. But okay. So uh, I need to end this. This is such a long episode and I apologize for kind of, you know, how it probably flows and goes together. But these two episodes were a lot for me. And I feel like my recap mirrors that (laughs) that it's all over the place um, like my emotions are Um, so sorry that this episode was such a jumble but I um, I thank you for listening (laughs) again I'm sorry it was this way but these two episodes from Avention so got to me they really did um so yes, we have a break. There will be no Vincent's or recap next week. Um, I'll have something else for you um, as far as the podcast goes. But I want to thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Really, like it's been real. Um, so Lola's off. <laughs>